Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Success Harbor Podcast with George Mazaros, where it's all about making success happen for you. Hi, everyone. This is George Mazaros with Success Harbor, and I have Lachwan Stockstill Diggs with me today. And for the last seven years, he's making a great income from buying and selling online, especially through Craigslist. Lahuan is also the author of the Craigslist Hustle. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to speak with you, George. It's great to have you. I have a few questions for you, but before we get into Craigslist, I'd like to know what happened before you started with uh, Craigslist. What were you doing before? Before Craigslist, I was working uh, with uh, an insurance company, doing a lot of claims work, customer service, and things of that nature. And uh, unfortunately, I was let go uh, based on uh, they didn't have enough work to, uh, you know, just fulfill the employment that they had. And so I received a pink slip, was let go and had a wife, three children. And, and I was pretty much the breadwinner at that time. And, and I had to get to work. And so I, I did everything that I knew to do as far as looking for jobs, put in applications with no success. Uh, picked up uh, work here and there with my brother who had a, a moving company and needed temporary assistance from time to time. And I ended up getting a, a, a dryer from him uh, from a local move that he uh, had secured in a job. And he gave me the dryer. And make a long story short, I put that dryer on Craigslist and about within two hours I had it sold for around $75. And I was like, wow, maybe I could have sold it for 150 and from that point, pretty much the, the Craigslist hustle has started. So just uh, almost by accident, through you ran through this, this process and just kind of had to do something, and uh, Craigslist was there, and you started buying and selling? That's, that's exactly what happened there. Uh, Craigslist found me. <laughs> and so uh, uh, because if I'd have known about it a lot earlier that I could have made the type of money that I made in a short amount of time, I would have been you know, uh, on Craigslist buying and selling. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, personally, I, I love Craigslist, too. I think it's a great platform. But, you know, the last weekend, I just ran across somebody and said, who's moving, about to be moving, and he wants to sell furniture and all kinds of other stuff. And the first thing that came up was scammers. Was that an issue for you at all, or is that an issue for you? How do you deal with that? Uh, earlier on in my hustle, it was not an issue, but here recently... It has become an issue, and me, myself, I'm very aware of it just because I've been around Craigslist as long as I have, and so I try to introduce a lot of my readers to the scams as far as especially dealing with emails, dealing with fake checks and money orders and, and things of that nature, and also you know, teaching my readers how to conduct a, a safe and secure transaction in, even in public because you have a lot of people, you know, I hear stories, individuals getting robbed and mugged and the items stolen or bought, purchased with uh, fake dollar bills. And so as for me, I'm, I'm very aware of it. And, and so I just take that upon myself to introduce my readers to those scams as well. Mm -hmm. That's that's uh, that's good advice. Now, what is what is your advice in terms of interacting with people on Craigslist as you do a deal? Because, I mean, it all comes down to people, right? I mean, and, and, and talking with people, emailing, texting, and all that. What advice do you have for people that want to get into the Craigslist business in terms of interacting with other people? As far as interacting with other people, as long as you know the product that you're selling, 
uh, you're going to have a good feel for the type of person that you're going to attract. Uh, and so for me, I deal a lot with appliances, washers and dryers, refrigerated stoves. And so for the most part, I'm going to deal with someone moving into a home or a college student or a parent buying for their children and so on. And so I know the type of person I'm going to attract. Now, when you're dealing with uh, merchandise like iPads, cell phones, jewelry and things of that nature, you open yourself up to a whole new world. And so you have to uh, not only when dealing with text, I like to also talk to the person before I go and meet them, because a lot of times people will want to just text you back and forth and set up a, a location to meet. Well, I want to hear who I'm talking to so I can get a good vibe, uh, you know, within my heart to see if this person is legit. And I'm asking, you know, several several key questions, just trying to really feel the person out to see if this is a, a good transaction I want to want to make. And so that's what I tell people, you know, not only deal with them through text, but also deal with them through conversation. Uh, also, uh, whatever phone number that you're calling, uh, take time to Google that phone number to see who the number belongs to. Uh, a lot of times you can just put the number in and it'll pull up the person's name, uh, sometimes the area that they're coming from. And so you can pretty much piece it together to see if this person is legit or if it's someone trying to get over on you. Now, I mean, obviously you have made Craigslist work for you. And uh, what percentage would you say are scammers or like a bad experience or somebody who is really not serious? Is it a small percentage or a big percentage? It's, and, and for me, it's not even been scammers. Uh, it may be an individual who may have misrepresented uh, an item they were selling. Uh, but as far as scams, uh, I, I rarely come across them because I know that a lot of them come through email. And so whenever I post an item on Craigslist, I, I do not leave an option, an option for the person to email me. Uh, but they got so now where they text you. And so I'm very keen and aware of how the text message even comes across from scammers. And I don't I don't respond to them. And so it is. It's, can, can you give me an example? For example, what's a red flag, uh, a, a bad a bad text? How, how do you recognize that? The text usually comes back. Uh, exactly how you posted your ad. So if you put like, for instance, uh, for sale, Nissan Maximum, $5,000, San Diego. Uh, nine times out of 10, if it's a real person, they're going to text back and ask you, hey, is the car still for sale? Now, mm -hmm. if, if it's a scam, it's going to come back exactly how you posted it. It's going to say Nissan Maximum uh, for sale, $5,000, San Diego. And then it's going to say, is it still available? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. From what I've learned, 10 times out of 10, that's a red flag for, for a scammer because when you respond to it, they're going to respond back with this long uh, two or three text message uh, post telling you that they're out of the country. They want to send you a money order and things of this nature. And mm -hmm. so usually when it comes back the same way that you put it on Craigslist, it's usually a scammer just copying and pasting into the text message. Okay. Now, in terms of buying and selling, um, I would imagine you want to be pretty fast about you know buying and then quickly selling something to to flip that product that uh, that you're selling. Do you have an average number of days, or what is what is reasonable for you? Because I mean, for you, it's a business. You don't really have weeks and months. I would imagine to wait between a buy and a sell. For me, I uh, I do not want to hold my appliances no longer than two days. I usually get them sold within the first uh, sixteen hours, and a, and a lot of times sixteen hours. That is incredible. Uh, has it always been that that fast, or is it just it's just you have become so efficient? I become so efficient, but it's always been less than two days. Always been less than two days. In less than forty eight hours, and a lot of it has to do with my scheduling. I could probably 
have gotten it sold a lot quicker. But I, you know, had a wife and three children. They had schedules. And so I mm-hmm. was able to show the items, you know, at times when people wanted to come see them. But one thing I learned, everybody needs a washer and dryer. So that's why I've become so successful with uh, household items such as appliances and, and furniture, because I know exactly what people need. And I go out and get it for, you know, a great price to where I can still make a, a decent profit. Sometimes when I look on Craigslist, if I try to sell or buy something, I see that some people seem like they're posting stuff for months. It's almost like a hobby. It's like they're holding on to a bad stock, you know. I mean, <laughs> do you see that in your experience or is it just, just me? I do. And people, they just really believe that that 10-year-old washer and dryer is still worth the same $800 they paid for 10 years ago. And they will hold on to it, hold on to it. And, and, and it's just, it just is amusing to me that people really think that their merchandise is worth, you know, something that it isn't. And so I just move on to the next. Do you even try with those people or you, you don't think it's even worth your time? It's just better to deal with other people. I try and then uh, I'll actually keep them on my radar and I'll go back uh, within about, about two week increments and try again and try again. I've had success on a few. Some I haven't. Some I've had with people they just rather just keep it in storage or or give it away, you know, just because they're so prideful before they would sell it for something that they think that they're losing money on. (laughs) Interesting. You know, I was looking through your website and you had mentioned putting fake or test. I actually like the test post more than fake. that you you talk can you talk about that a little bit uh you know you were talking about doing this to test the product to see if it would sell yeah because for me i i really believe in, in my heart that i could go to any city within the, the united states and buy and sell a wash and dryer for profit and so what i did was just did some what i call dummy postings where i would choose various cities and post a, a washer and dryer that i had for sale for around the price that i thought i could sell it for uh, based on me picking up one for a certain part at a price point, and I just got several emails within the first hour, people ready to buy it, and so that helps uh, people who are starting out their Craigslist hustle to, to determine what type of items are going to sell in their area, for what price, because it's going to be different for each location you're in. Washers and dryers, pretty much they're going to sell almost everywhere, but I have people who sell tires, mattresses. Uh, different types of furniture, cell phone, computers. And so I tell them, hey, just to get a feel for what you need to buy it for so that you can resell it, just put it out there for a price and see how many emails you get within the first one to two hours. And that'll give you an idea of what you need to look for and what you need to pay for it. Interesting. Now, uh, in one of your videos, uh, you have several videos on your website, um, just to, to mention your site, uh, and I looked through some of those videos, actually several of them, and you mentioned that the hustle never stops. Now, and, and I think that's a really, really good point because, uh, you know, for us, those people that own our businesses, it's really more of a 24-hour or, or thing. So how did doing business on Craigslist or making Craigslist your business, how did it become part of your life? How did it change your life? Well, just for the simple fact, with the schedule that I have with my, my children, I needed flexibility, and Craigslist offers flexibility. Uh, if you only have two hours available, three hours available, believe it or not, you can find great deals. If you uh, discipline yourself to just sit behind the computer, behind your cell phone, and just watch Craigslist constantly for those items that you're looking to buy and resell. And so it changed my life in that from that standpoint because I was still able to go out and 
and provide for my family, still be in my son's functions and my wife's gatherings and things of that nature and uh, and and still make money and provide. And so it absolutely opened up uh, several doors to, to where I was able to start my hustle small and then move into some bigger items. And, and still to this day, I'm uh, I'm more focused now on helping others uh, with their hustle, people who were in situations that I was seven, eight years ago or people who just need extra money for vacation or whatnot. I just get my joy and my thrill in helping those individuals. So after, I mean, you mentioned on your side, I believe that for seven years you've been, um, um, you know, making money through Craigslist. Now, do you think that even today it makes sense for somebody to get into uh, a Craigslist business? I believe it does, uh, just depending on, on what your goal is. If you're looking to uh, eliminate debt or looking to save for whatever the, the reason is, it is a great time because Craigslist by you know grows every day, and so uh, new new users are joining every day. Uh, people are posting items every day, and and so yes, it absolutely is a great time to do it. And I tell people there's enough for everybody, because I can't go and get every washer and dryer or couch or cell phone. So there's enough work for everybody if you're just disciplined enough to just to do it. And for me. Uh, I had no choice, and so when I first started the, my Craigslist hustle, it wasn't to get rich. It wasn't to start a business. It was to provide and to survive, and so uh, after learning all that I've learned, you know, with the, what I teach in my book, it's a, a no-brainer for individuals who want to get into the business. And if somebody just starts out with Craigslist, uh, what advice do you have for them? How to, how not to get burned or how to get started, how to do this as safely and, uh, you know, minimizing the potential for, you know, losing money. I would uh, first off advise people to start out with anything that they have in their own home before spending your own money. And so uh, just go through your garage, go through your closets and things of that nature, find items and try to build up as much money as you can on the front end and just use that money uh, that you make. Uh, to start your hustle. If you don't have anything to sell at your own personal home, uh, go out to your family and friends. Ask them, hey, can I come clean your garage out and, and keep the things that you don't want? And you can, believe it or not, like they said, another man's trash is another person's treasure. I've had several opportunities to do that and made lots of money just by going and helping people clean out their garage and selling the items that they didn't want to take time to sell. And they had no, no issues with me doing it at all. And so once you get your your uh, your kitty together to start buying and selling, it's just a matter of just and I tell people, you know, purchase my book. And I'm not saying that for the fact of trying to get book sales. But in all honesty, everything that I teach in the book is a quick read. No fluff It's just, you know, heart to heart within the first day. You will absolutely make money because I teach everything that you need as far as safety, as far as how to post, how to browse ads, the questions you need to ask whenever buying and selling items and so from that point uh, you should be good to go now tell me uh, how do you price products because we already talked about some people just have unrealistic ideas in terms of how much they can get for something right. but you as someone that knows that you know you don't have a lot of time you want to be able to flip these products as fast as possible what is your strategy to price price these products as far as with washes and dryers uh, it's, it's based on how much I get them for. And so I've just sold, so bought and sold so many. I, I know exactly right offhand that if I can get a set for $150, I automatically want to at least sell it for a minimum of of, uh, of 250 but I'm going to price it at 400 And the majority of the time, I'm going to get 
350 off of it and I know that's a lot within a short amount of time but as far as pricing them I try to I want to at least double my money on whatever item that I'm buying and, and selling and so I'm, I'm gonna start it out high and, and try to triple my money if I can and if I if I'm not able to within the first two days I'm slowly bringing the price point down to where I see somebody biting and when they're ready to buy it I've at least doubled my money on each on each um, washer and dryer whatever item that I buy I'm gonna double my money now and so how soon do you start reducing the price if you list something for five hundred dollars today how soon before you say you know this is this may be too expensive uh, within the first six hours <clears throat> if I hadn't received any emails or text messages within the first six hours I bring it down fifty dollars six and hours yeah. and you bring it down fifty dollars and uh, what happens then uh, normally? Normally, uh, if I don't receive anything from that point, I'll bring it down another $50 and I'll put uh, the OBO, which stands for or best offer. I let people know that, you know, I want this or best offer. And that's when, you know, a lot of times I start getting emails and text, uh, well, not emails, but text messages and phone calls, individuals, you know, making offers. Mm -hmm. and, okay. Yeah, but within the first six six hours, if I hadn't heard anything, I'm gonna drop it at least fifty dollars. But if I heard, if I've received at least one text message or phone call, I keep it where it's at. So speed is really important. You're not sitting on this because you're not waiting for that one right buyer, right? You, you want the market to sp speak to you. That's exactly what I want to do because I want to take that profit and, <clears throat> and buy another set with with the profit that I just made and. And there's always deals out there. And so as soon as I sell that set, I'm looking for my next one. Even before I sell that set, I'm still looking for my next one. But I would like to take the profit and go ahead and, and use it for my next set. That's good. And one of the, one of the other videos that I, I watched on your website, you're talking about dissecting some old posts. Can you explain the reason for that and how you do it and how it helps you? And I'm just trying to uh, think back to which video that was. You're saying dissecting old posts. Yeah, I don't know if it's something that uh, uh, maybe if it was some of your older, uh, some of the older listings. Yeah, mm -hmm, exactly. And and that's and I found have found great success in that here over the last couple of years where individuals don't know how to sell their merchandise, believe it or not. And so they put a posting up, and like you said, it will sit on Craigslist for 30 days or so. They don't have any pictures or anything like that. So what I do, I actually go back to some of these older posts. Uh, just to get an idea of what they're selling, and I'll reach out and I'll make a uh, an offer to them. And so, for instance, I had uh, there was a lady who was selling a uh, Kenmore washer and dryer. It was two years old. She paid right around a thousand dollars for the set. She put it on Craigslist about 25 days prior to me contacting her, and she wanted uh, $600 for it. Just so happened, I, as I'm working my old post, I sent her an, an email, told her I'd give her 200 for it. And she said, if you can come get it today, it's yours. And so when I got there, she said, I was just about to give this to the uh, local uh, Goodwill. And I said, no, because she didn't know how to sell it. She only posted it one time, no pictures, uh, no phone number. And it, a lot of people are just going to bypass those, those listings. That's a great point. So how far do you go back? How far do you think is reasonable to go back? Is it a week, a month? Um well, I, I, I think I believe Craigslist keeps ads up to like 45 days. And so I, I will go all the way back uh, as long as it's still on there. I go back and I'll send an email asking, is it still available? And uh, so most of the times they say it's not. They just forgot to take it off of the you know Craigslist. And then sometimes people will say, yes, it still is. And from that point, I negotiate. And uh, believe it or not, you can get some great deals working the older post. Now, you mentioned negotiate, which 
I think is, is, is key. Do you negotiate in person? Do you negotiate through text, email? When do you actually start negotiating? For me, when I'm buying, I start negotiating on the front end uh, in text message or, or over the telephone. I ask them if I come pick it up right now, uh, can I purchase it for such and such price? Mm-hmm. A lot of times they say, yeah, if you can come get it right now. Now, whenever I'm selling something, I, uh, I teach people to negotiate over the phone. Because if a person is willing to spend their time and their gas money to come all the way out to your house and try to negotiate, that's, that's their time wasted. That's their gas wasted, not yours. And so I tell them to hold firm to their selling price uh, mm-hmm. if they come you know, to purchase it from you. But as far as buying, I'm negotiating right off the bat. And the, the people that I'm contacting, even if they're not willing to negotiate, I'm only contacting people who are selling items for prices that I'm willing to pay anyways. And so I'm really not losing. Okay. Yeah. So, so negotiation is important and try to do it more through the phone though than through text, right? I mean, would you say that or, or? I would say that some people, once you get to their house uh, and, you can, and you hear their story, they may seem a little bit more desperate or you may notice something that the pictures didn't show and you can try to negotiate down. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, uh, they may have the same mentality that if I'm willing to come all the way out to their house and uh, not purchase it, they're not losing because I wasted my gas and I wasted my time. And so negotiating in person sometimes can fail if you're going to try to purchase a $500 item hoping that you're going to get it for 300 in person. You know, you want to try to get that settled up front. Yeah, because sometimes I think if I if I take the time to go to the person and then start to negotiate, maybe I have a better chance. But you don't think you think it's too risky in the long run to do that? I think it's too risky, especially if it's an item that's already at a great price. You best believe they already have three or four other people lined up calling and texting trying to see if you bought it or not. Yeah, yeah. Great. Now, in one of the other videos that I, I watched, uh, you, I don't know how many videos you have, but I, I thought they were really, really great. So, you know, everybody should check them out uh, on top of your book, in my opinion. But one of the things that, um, that you mentioned is uh, one, you were in the car, actually, I think. <laughs> I don't know if it's legal to record yourself, but we won't tell anybody. But anyway, you were saying, you know, it's 10 o'clock now, 10 p.m., and you were driving to do a deal. And were you always like that? Is, do you think that's necessary to succeed with uh, Craigslist as a, as a business? Well, not only as a business, but uh, like I said, my mindset is more so in, in providing uh, for my family, and it just so happened to cross over into a successful business. But, yeah, I've always been like that because if I'm not willing to go out at 10 a.m., other people out there doing the same thing I am who would be willing to do it. And, uh, and like I say, I'm always checking out uh, and keeping my safety in mind. And so before I go out at 10, 11 o'clock at night, I've already ran through all my checks and I let my wife know where I'm going and things of that nature. But, yeah, I've always been like that. And I come across great deals because a lot of those people are people who are spur of the moment sellers, uh, whether it's a family emergency, they have to move, just some, something going on to where they need it sold. And so you can get some great deals at that time of night. So, So would you say that? Um, doing b- building a business on Craigslist is not a k- kind of a nine to five job, right? You don't want to think of it that way. I don't, um, not myself personally, because a lot of people ask. Because I still transact the majority of my uh, transactions out of my home. I easily could get a storefront and run a nine to five business, but I choose not to. And so, if you wanted to do something like that, you you possibly could, but your your best deals are not going to come 
all the time between 9 and 5 because it's going to be, like I said, some nights at 10 o'clock. I've gotten up as early as, as uh, 5 o'clock in the morning and went and picked up a washer and dryer from a lady who needed it sold. And so and it's, it's, there are deals to be made 24-7. Okay. Okay. That's good advice. Now, do you use any kind of tools to make uh, you more productive with Craigslist? What are some of, some of the tools that you use every day? Just mainly with me, I'm old school because I started at a time when a lot of tools were not available. So I just my cell phone and 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 pretty much my computer, and and I'm just constantly refreshing Craigslist. As far as you know, going to the appliance section or whatever I'm hunting that day, I'm constantly just continuing to re refresh the screen to see if anything new uh, comes available, and and I'm going at it. Now I've, I've had different interviews uh, with different people who tell me about some different apps that they have that automatically refresh Craigslist for you and send you, you know, text messages when a certain uh, item comes available that you're looking to buy and things of, nat of that nature. But that takes a lot of time away because uh, for that app to have to go out and hunt that item and send it to you, 10 minutes may have already gone by. And within, mm -hmm. that, within that 10 minutes, I've already got the deal lined up and on my way to go pick it up. So you're faster than uh, the tools that, that are out there right now. <laughs> I absolutely am. When I'm uh, dedicated and focused and, uh, and, and looking for something, I absolutely am a lot faster. I, and I hear it all the time. People say, wow, I just posted it. And four minutes later, you called and because I'm, 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 I had purpose, you know, when I'm sitting behind the computer looking for a certain item. And so, yes. Wow, that's great. I, I, it's good to hear because sometimes people, I think, in business, not just regarding Craigslist, but having your own business in general, they're looking for a secret weapon or this secret tool that that's going to do magical things for them. But it's really good to hear that you don't really need to have a secret weapon. You know, it's just hard work and hustle. It is, and, I, and, I, and it upsets me when I see different companies and individuals trying to sell these $200, $300 packages as if they have a secret weapon or a secret tool when there is no secret, it's just hard work, hustle, just being diligent and, you know, persistent uh, in what you're doing. And so, like, for instance, I, I did a lot, like I said earlier, with washers and dryers and, and from ground, you know, from ground up as far as repairing, repairing them if needed, uh, cleaning them. And I've seen individuals out there charging two dollars $300 teaching people how to repair a washer and dryer when you can go on YouTube and learn the same information for free. So I'm a real, that is one tool I use. It's just YouTube. As far as if I have a set that may need some repairing and I'm not familiar with the repair, I'll go straight to YouTube and I can find the exact uh, lesson that I need and it can break a washer and dryer down and repair it right on the spot with the help of YouTube. When did you decide to write a book? I actually, it was probably about four years into buying and selling on Craigslist and people would always say, oh, you need to write a book. It was my sister who actually coined me as Mr. Craigslist Hustler just in joking. She's like, look at Mr. Craigslist Hustler going out and get another washer and dryer because they would laugh at first when I would tell them I'm going to pick up another washer and dryer. But when they seen how quick I could actually, quote unquote, flip this appliance for double, you know, of what I paid for it the same day, uh, it just amazed them. They was like, you should write a book. And I heard that over and over and over again, and I never took it serious. And so I sat down a few years ago and, and just started writing. Uh, just spurred a moment writing and uh, it took about about three months and I had just a rough draft together that I just threw up on on Amazon and I actually started getting sales. I was like, wow. And so I went back and revamped it a little bit, put it back on there again, got more sales, 
revamped it again, got more sales, and so now I, uh, my book is with an, uh, actually with an editor who is actually going in and, and catching everything that I didn't catch because I know I have a lot of grammatical errors in the book, and for the most part, people have been lenient and hadn't said anything about them. Uh, they've just been happy uh, with the knowledge they've gained, but I'm looking to take my book to the next level. And so, yeah, about about five, four or five years ago was when I actually took it serious as far as after hearing people tell me I needed to write a book. Great, great. Um, is there anything else that I haven't asked you in terms of building a business or making money, even if it's on a part-time basis, uh, that would help somebody to either start or succeed with Craigslist? The main thing is just you, uh, you just got to have a reason. That's what I tell people. You got to have a reason. And my reason was for my family. Uh, another person's reason may be school debt, like, uh, whatever the reason is. And once you find that reason, uh, you just get to hustling. Uh, you make up in your mind that there's money to be made and, and there is money to be to be made on Craigslist, believe it or not. And so uh, just uh, just the tips I teach in my book, keep your ear to the streets. And what I mean by that is always listen. You'll be surprised who's always who's buying, selling or needing an item to buy or sell, uh, who's looking to get their garage cleaned out or whatever. You just always are willing to be that person to go and, you know, take the extra mile so that you can make that extra money. And once you have your reason uh, from that point, just use Craigslist as a tool and, and, and go out and, and, and start your hustle. How can people connect with you, uh, Lachwan, if they're interested in your book or watching some of the videos that I had mentioned? Uh, the main way you can go through my website, which is uh, MrCraigslistHustle.com. And from there, uh, I have different uh, forms you can fill out to email me and send me questions and things of that nature. I'm on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter uh, handle is at uh, CL Hustle. And so you can reach me at Twitter. I'm on uh, Google Plus. But the, the main way is going to be through my website or through Twitter. Sounds good. So MrCraigsistHustle.com for your book, your videos, and just to get in touch with you in general. Yes. Well, Lahuan, I really appreciate your taking the time for, for this interview. I want to thank you for providing us with a wealth of knowledge about building a business through Craigslist. Obviously, you have done it, and you're still going strong. Thank you, and I wish you a lot of luck with your business. George, I wish you the same, and I thank you very much. I, I do these interviews from time to time, and I tell people I do not take them for granted, and I thank you for taking time to reach out to me. It's been exciting. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. You too.